one and all, welcome back to another episode of your beloved bi-monthly broadcast, Harlem's very own. Featuring, as always, your three ebullient co-hosts. Speaking first, it's Justin K. Winley, a.k.a. Admiral Azucar, a.k.a. Um, the, the white sangria... Uh, Black man. Warrior. <laughs> uh, Come on now. Come on now. Joined by my boys. Yo, what's up? It's June, a.k.a. The uh, Moose Knuckle Musketeer. <laughs> Moose Knuckle Musketeer. <laughs> A.K.A. the Camel Toe Conquistador. <laughs> oh, I'm in love with it. I'm in love with it. I'm in love with those two. Yes. The Moose Knuckle Musketeer. I'm going to take that from you. A.K.A. Yes. Mojo Mojo. Go, go, go. Ho, ho, ho. Okay. Nice. And our third mic. <laughs> that is that was great. Thank you. That was great. You know what? I would take that. I'll take yeah, that. Wow. Yes. How you doing, everybody? All for one for all, nigga. My man. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, everybody? It's your boy Ahmad K. Simmons, aka the Emancipator Proclamator, Smooth Operator. Okay, mm-hmm. Frederick um, Douglas. Yes. AKA uh the uh the uh, big booty bandit. That's all it is. That's all yeah, it is. This is what yeah, we're doing. Yeah. Hot enough to last bourbon booty bandit. That's all it is. Amen. Um, we are here. Uh, I guess this is our second May episode. Yeah, already. Yes, we're it is. coming toward the last bit of our fifth season here, but we've still got some fire for you. Um, and we're going to we're gonna kick things off by talking about, I guess this can kind of fulfill our Stop This Nigga segment. A nigga <laughs> was stopped quite severely over the weekend. He was stopped and stomped. Yes. Uh, um, a man whose name, I don't know if it's yet been revealed. Oh, I think it has um, been revealed. Mr. Isaiah Lee. Yes. yes Isaiah a Lee. A rapper. Yes. Uh, felt, a Trump supporting rapper. SoundCloud. Felt uh, inclined, maybe obliged even, to um, run up on stage during Dave Chappelle's set at the Hollywood Bowl and tackle the veteran comedian. Um, and uh, he quickly learned the error of his ways because Dave yes, Chappelle's security team took that nigga out back. Security. Featuring Busta Rhymes and Jamie Foxx. And Jamie Foxx. Um, and and <laughs> y- y'all know that scene in the first Avengers movie from 2012 where Hulk comes into Stark Tower and he, he yokes uh, Loki up by the ankle and smashes him around. You got that right. God. Yeah, that's not even as bad as what they did to this man. Nope. Yo, <laughs> they turned that nigga to a they... swastika. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yo, his arm is folded the other way. You know, they when broke you... him. In WWE, when they beat the shit out of each other with the chair, yes. yeah. he looked like the chair. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like the chair. <laughs> Truly, um, just, just poor decision-making on this man's part. You got that right. This was at the Hollywood Ball mm-hmm. um, for the Netflix is a joke. Um, festival and they this was before you know they announced the Dave and Buster tour and shit like that and so Dave, Dave was doing his his um his uh his, his set at the time and then all of a sudden the person in the front row who was Isaiah Lee got up on the stage and tried to tackle Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. and so as he was tagging him as he tackled him Dave Chappelle he like you know he like got down but he didn't like hit his head or anything he just like sat on the floor got up and like ran to Isaiah Lee, but then Isaiah tried to go to the back, but then he immediately got um, <laughs> rammed by his security team and was being stomped out by Dave Chappelle. But not, well, Dave Chappelle yeah, did Dave Chappelle, stomp they him out because he said, I want to see this shit. <laughs> so he dropped the mic, went to the back, and he stomped him out along with Jamie Foxx and Buster Rhymes. And Buster Rhymes a big nigga. Literally. And so... They were beating his ass as Dave Chappelle was talking <laughs> to his fans. And so, with that being said, 
um, people were wondering like what happened because the man came in with a with a gun and a knife, but turns out it was a replica. Mm-hmm. It was a plastic gun and plastic knife. And we were like, oh, no, how like did he get past the security? Yeah, apparently it was a, a plastic replica that contained a knife blade. So yes. the gun was fake, but yeah. like the trigger mechanism it does nothing. Some weird like it's an action speaking toy. of Power Rangers, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so you know so with that with that he, he got he was able to get past the the uh security. But you know, people were asking where the fuck was the security at the Hollywood Bowl um when he was attacked. You know, like how did this shit fly? How how was how, how were they able to uh just have him come up on stage and not have nobody else run to him mm-hmm. as this stuff How'd was happening. How did he get that far? How yeah. did he even get that far? And so, um, a- afterwards, um, Dave Chappelle, of course, he had to like make light of it and try to get some co- uh, comedic relief there. He mm-hmm. was like, this is the first time in 30 years I had to stomp a nigga out backstage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, but I don't know if you guys know this, but he actually, the guy Isaiah made a song Two years ago, talking about he was gonna go to the Hollywood Bowl and do some bullshit. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Well, talk about manifesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, to your point, Ahmad. Um, even though one would think, like, how did he get this far? Stuff like this does happen kind of regularly. I, I remember oh, on yeah. not even for a while. I remember I was on YouTube and I saw a clip uh, in in nineteen ninety four. Um, this Australian barrister named David Kang got on stage while Prince Charles was speaking um, and fired two blank shots at him before security took him down. It was, it was a protest situation. Uh, in Japan, in 1960, uh, the chairman of the, uh, the Japan Socialist Party, I, I was reminded of this just now when he was saying this, but in, in 1960 in Japan, this guy named Inejiro Asanuma was mm. the chairman of the Japan Socialist Party, and he was assassinated by a 17-year-old right-wing ultra-nationalist who charged onto the stage with a blade and stabbed him actually with a, a wakizashi. I think the short sword, yes. the samurai. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I know what you're talking Charged about. Charged onto the stage and stabbed this dude and killed him. Um, now, and so I mean, like it, it. I you. I mean, I guess you have all these people, and you only have so many eyes watching all these people, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it's so crazy how the, all of these are thirty year differences. Yeah. And so it yeah. seems like with the at the Hollywood Bowl or in any type of um, big venue. You have to up your. You need to up your security, especially after like Astro World. The Wiggles concert. Exactly. <laughs> and also, it's it's still a pandemic. So how in the hell is nobody like still like mm-hmm. trying to like secure the the whole space? Like yeah. it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. At least the stage. There should be. And with that, like this is this is layered because Isaiah Lee is a trans man. He's a trans oh, man now? I, I thought this know. was also like a Trump thing, no. though, because he's a Trump supporting no. weird ass nigga. Isaiah Lee is a trans man. And so, of course, when it comes to certain um, talk shows, I'm going to like lay this in. Kevin Hart was on the Jimmy Kimmel show when there was a guest host there. And the guest host was talking to Kevin Hart. And he was like, he said, what did you think about that, that attack that happened on Thursday? Oh, oh my yeah. God. Mike Birbiglia, I think, had yeah, was yeah. the guest host. Yeah, and, and Kevin was like, I ain't seen nothing wrong with it. He was like, it's it's it, we we literally we we've, we've gotten to this point where people need to realize that comedy is not for everybody. Yeah. This this com this comedian is not for you. If he's mm-hmm. not for you, do not come to the show. If he's not for you, do not click on his face when you see it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. 
Because Dave Spell said it already. Bitch, you clicked on my face. So you know what I'm going to bring to my stand-up. And I remember, oh man, I'm, I'm going on a tangent right now. Not so right. this was like two years ago. I went back to Chicago to see some friends. And I was in a room with them. We was all chilling, talking and stuff like that. And one of them was like, did you see that? That um that that that, that stand up with, with with Dave Chappelle, I just do not like this man. I hate him so much. He was talking about the trans community, and I said, he was saying jokes. What do you? What else do you want a comedian to say? Dicks? We're talking about dicks all the time and and pussies. Like no, they want to talk about every community. I've often said I think there are few feelings more um, humiliating than like even in a casual sense, like when you make a joke. And nobody laughs. That hurts. Mm-hmm. Like, like that is that is immeasurably more, um, I think, instructive to you than if you make a joke and people react angrily. Yeah. Because yeah. then at least you've gotten to that. Following that to its conclusion here, you know, Dave Chappelle at this point, for for better and worse, has decided that he's going to stick to making the types of jokes he wants to make or saying the type of things he wants to say right. about certain communities. And now. Some of that stuff could, you know, obviously there's, there's, there's reason to say that it's legitimately, you know, maybe harmful or reductive in terms of like the overall understanding of different communities, mm-hmm. you know, cause I think there's ways to joke about people without dehumanizing them, you know, but that being said, yeah, it, it has to come to a point where you're like, okay, I'm just not going to engage with this. Exactly. But people like to be upset. And, Truly. and you know like what? Upset. Truly. But, but that's. But that's a waste of time. Yeah, well, yeah. That is such a waste of time. Oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm just gonna watch this person because he, I already know he's gonna get me upset. People and like I'm, gonna ruin, I'm, I'm gonna ruin my whole Dude, fucking you day. You know what? I was just yes. thinking about this morning. This is the same reason why you know. And I mean, hey, shouts out to the people behind this channel because they they're making their money. But True. Cinema Sins has. 10 million subscribers. Yo, Cinema Sins is my shit. Because, but the whole the whole channel is predicated on like hate watching in a way yeah, yeah it's let me take you know even if it's a joke let me look at all the all the little things that are wrong mm-hmm. with this movie or that i could right. say are wrong right and that's much more successful than like positive yeah. film analysis most of the time but I, but with, with cinema sins that is that that is more so in a comedic way like the, the way yeah. he's yeah, the way yeah. he's pointing all, all those all those mistakes out mm-hmm. he's not I don't think he's shitting on the movie. He's just like, <laughs> that that shit is funny there, but like, oh, yeah. like, and credits. Or just like, making like random jokes. Right. Yeah, yeah. But with people who are talking about actual stand comedians, up. stand mm-hmm. up, it was just like, yo, literally get over yourself. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't watch Amy Schumer. I know she's not funny, but when her <laughs> stand up comes out, I don't watch it because yeah. I don't want my time to be wasted. Right. I'm not going to go on stage and slap Amy Schumer, Amy Schumer, Amy Schumer in, in, in her titty because like it's because it's terrible. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm just not going to watch her because you're your Netflix hours. Yeah, yeah, she's not my cup of tea. Yeah, she's not my cup of tea. If Dave Chappelle is not your cup of tea, don't watch him. If Chris Rock is not, do not watch him. Yeah. If, and even and sometimes not for nothing, you could be watching a comedian that you do like and they make a joke that you don't think is funny and exactly. you just don't laugh. If it's just like, oh yeah, like, that eh, wasn't funny. Was that that was a miss. Yeah. Then you move on. You move on to the next set. Like there's gonna be yeah, there are comedians who will come in with like a certain list of jokes that might be funny to them, but they test it out. For example, Dion Cole. Dion mm. Cole. Yeah. This he's man a funny will man. bring a whole he brings his notepad on on the stage and he will just say jokes that he just Think it's funny. 
and he would just say the joke there. And if it's like, if he gets some little laughs, cross it out, mm. goes on to the next one. But literally, the 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 point is, if the person is saying jokes that you do not fuck with, it's, it's, it's saying some jokes that you just do not fuck with, or this character you don't fuck with, just do not listen to them. Yeah, disengage, especially because we live in we're we're we are in an age where like everything is monetized, right? So yes. the I, one of the easiest ways to demonstrate your dissatisfaction is to not engage right. with whatever the thing is. And then, you know, I mean, obviously Dave Chappelle by now has made his money several times over, so That's it's true. not like He's it, gonna still we're, make money. We're, we're not going to hurt his pockets necessarily, no. but in general, I think that's a good way to, to, to think about can it. I, can I test a joke out on y'all? Go ahead. <clears throat> what do you call a kinky KKK member? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Oh the my! That was good. That was good. One thing is, there's no, there's no shade, there's no hate to the trans community. I love y'all. It's not. I love mm. all of y'all. Okay, I just put that out there. Okay. No, yeah. If Dave Chappelle's not with you, if you don't fuck with Dave Chappelle, just don't watch the man. It's as easy as that. You don't need to waste your time or waste. Your Twitter fingers, but yeah, it's also like people need something to get behind. They need a movement to be passionate about, and apparently, the hate Dave Chappelle train is a very easy thing to get on. But this nigga's chilling. This nigga's making money. He's about to go on the Dave and Buster tour. Which I'm about, I'm about, to, I'm, I'm about to take this. Okay, we, we out, we out, bro. Listen, I'm, I'm trying to, out, I'm trying to bump some. Put your hands on my Okay, I'm, I'm trying to. I know what you want. <laughs> what is the so? What's the premise of that tour? Like Dave does comedy and Busta does like yes. a show. Yeah, and that's Dave. The, Dave will bring in a a, a, a line of comedians oh, okay. first, and mm-hmm. then it would be the it would be Dave. He would do an hour, and then Busta Rhymes. I think he would do like thirty minutes. Oh, thirty minutes to an hour. That's a cool way and to like close it. the show. That's great. Oh, <laughs> you die and then you there. party. <laughs> yes, yes, and then he brought uh, Dion Cole on there, like uh, some some other comedians on there, and then they would do an hour, mm-hmm. and then Buster would do I think thirty minutes. Yeah, I I do think. Uh, listen, I'm not a comedian. I'm so funny, nigga. Funny, I th- nigga. Thank you, but I don't do stand up. I do. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> oh you are the Michelle of the group. Okay. <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> What's Beyonce? I am the Beyonce, okay? You I'm just, Beyonce just letting you, I'm just putting it out there. Just, uh, so I'm Kelly. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I thought like Mich- that would be Michelle. Michelle. Kelly, Kelly Motivation. That's the only Kelly Rowland song. Matter of fact, matter fact song Wes is the Michelle. You're the fourth member that didn't show up. <laughs> That's crazy. I love you. <laughs> Point <laughs> I'm trying to make. He's the one that got fought, fired by the father. He's like, yo, listen, sweetie. <laughs> it's not working out. Not working out. They couldn't get Aaliyah. Damn, that was that was that was rough. That, that was, was a rough one there. <laughs> Fuck. Gonna, I, I am going to be the reason why we get canceled. Like, mm-hmm. know this. I was just going to say that I think this is also an interesting era for um, comics to evolve, right, and for stand-up comedy itself to evolve, and yeah. you know, to become more creative. I think some of the great comedians that we think of, the George Carlins, the love that man. Um, uh, Patrice O'Neill's, the Love even the man. Bernie Max, you know, like Love that man. What's this nigga want? These, you want more cheese balls? Yeah. <laughs> these are the guys who got uh, creative, and and were able to vary, you know, to blend yeah. 
comedy with critique, which is something that Dave Chappelle does, has begun to do. Obviously, he did the whole, uh, the segment after um, George Floyd's passing, you know, mm-hmm. where he, the, the... That was more critique, and that was deeper. Yeah, and... It was not very funny at all. No, at the one he did about... Um, how Key and Peele stole his whole concept and how he had to, I mean, you know, how he had to fight um, I mean, for his show honestly, and all that. So, you know... Uh, sketch comedy on Comedy Central. And also, Two black dudes. And at the same time, he was not he was not fucking with being in a, in a dress. And then you have Jordan Peele dressed up as a woman. As everything. And mm. it was... Yeah, it was basically like a another version of, of the Chappelle show, so... Mm. That's yeah. why he was mad. Yeah, but like, I get, I get very it. iconic sketches from Key and Peele, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, not as not as memorable as Rick James, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's not really like I've watched a lot of Key and Peele, but I don't think there's game. anything that quote like that I can think of off the top of my head that's quotable like uh, that. Bring him a Crinkleberry, or Aaron. Oh yeah, Aaron. Aaron. It was uh oh. I said bitch. That was good. <laughs> but you said it though, right? You said it. Yeah. 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 I said it. I said it. Yeah. No, they have a lot of funny stuff. But nothing as iconic as Tyrone Biggums. Ooh, Tyrone Biggums. He oh, had peanut butter and crack. He had characters that are memorable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had literal characters. Recurring, he had recurring. Ashley yeah. Larry. Ashley Larry. Lil John. Tyrone Biggums. He had Black Bush. Prince. Prince. Charles, bro, oh yeah. my! Charlie God. Murphy is probably the one of the Tron. other funniest things about that show. How many, uh, how many characters showed up in this Kendrick Lamar music video? Ooh, I didn't what a segue! It. You didn't see it? I haven't watched it yet. Five, it. OJ, Jesse, um, Jesse, Will, Nipsey, Nipsey. Uh, o- I said OJ already. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, is that it? No, I'll look at the cover. Oh my God! It's OJ, Jesse, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, it's it's six. Yeah, I haven't I haven't listened yet or watched the video because what? I'm still I know. The fuck is the matter with I'm you? I'm still on my thing. I want to finish all the other Kendrick stuff before fuck I listen. Fuck that! Fuck so, that! But was it good? Did y'all like the song? I, I know the video. Like the video's fire. The video's fire. Um. I'm not like listening to the song right because I feel like I've lost some IQ points listening to Freddie Gibbs and Griselda all fucking day. <laughs> like I'm just into just like yo violence, just violence. But I thought the video was really cool and there the when he segues into each face, mm-hmm. the lines he's spitting go with the face, Got and it. there are you know messages behind it. Oh, and you Will know, Smith was in this too. It's also I think. Uh, too big of a song. When you hear the song, it's really big, and I can't just play it on my play playlist. Sure, it's sure. just some songs are just too big for a playlist. It's also five minutes. Oh, okay. You know, it's a lengthy one. The first heart uh, heart part was long too. Like heart part four was 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 pretty thick of a song. Yeah. Uh, allegedly, I mean, by the time you guys are hearing this, actually, the album will be out on yeah. Friday, May thirteenth, and I'm, we're all looking forward to it. Um, Staying up all night. <laughs> I'm still. I, I'm on. Um, I'm on to Pimp a Butterfly now. All right. I haven't listened to Pimp a Butterfly in full yet. What's your favorite song off Pimp? Uh, it could change with this listen. Um, I. I think. I'm just, right now. I'm just kind of like paying attention again, you know, because okay. yeah, every time you listen to an album the first time, you're like kind of just playing it, and like certain songs play, and you're like, okay, I like this beat, so this is the one that I'm gonna replay all the time. But um, I was really interested in a. Uh, uh, 
institutionalized in these walls. That's a good one. Institutionalized is fun with Snoop Dogg. Well, since there is my favorite other thing off that one. And the, first, of, the first. And uh, Black of the Berry. Yeah, mm-hmm. Black of the Berry is great. I okay. think, uh, I like Mortal Man a lot. Um, the last track. Yeah, uh, um, I like you. Yeah. I like you. You is good. You is good. You in your and bag? I love the, uh, the for sale interlude into, um, mm-hmm. uh, Mama. Mama. Oh, is it Mama? Yeah, bro. Oh, I'm tripping. That, that shit, fire. Yeah. He said, until I came home. Man, I said, whoa! <laughs> whoa! What about, what's your favorite, um, uh, songs off, um, Good Kid? Sing about me. I love the freestyle. Backseat freestyle. Backseat, yeah. I'm also more of a Mad City and uh, swimming pools. Mm -hmm. Promise that you will. I like Sing About Me and I like Money Trees. Money Trees is a good song. Mm -hmm. J Rock is fantastic. J Rock is the best part about that song. (laughs) I'm sorry. But, uh,. He's a dope person. He's a dope rapper. I saw, I saw this. I think I might have liked it on Twitter. Someone had tweeted, like, if you look in this video, you'll notice that Kendrick is on the left side of the frame, which is yeah. where the body is. And, five, and, and then someone retweeted it, and they said, bro, you're scaring the hoes. <laughs> Yo, you're scaring the hoes. Nah, Twitter was going off. My, so my friend Orr, who mm-hmm. we had on the show before, hates the game. I, I love He it. hates all West Coast rappers. He hates all West Coast rappers, except Kendrick. Whoa. And this nigga said... And this other dude on Twitter, and I had a, a tag or in it. Nigga said, "Game is at home right now, in a puddle of tears, wondering how he can change his face into Nipsey like Kendrick did." <laughs> and then, and then this other nigga said on um, YouTube, "When you think about it, the heart part five, fifth song of the series, five fingers in a hand, and the five fingers of the number five or a hand have a deep meaning to all of the people in reference in the visual." Mm-hmm. Kobe had five rings. Mm-hmm. Will Smith got slapped. Kanye got the Midas touch. O.J. Simpson with the glove. Nipsey's five prolific principles for success. Jesse was convicted of five counts of disorderly conduct. And you know what? And Think I'm, about it. The five, and nigga. I'm, and the I'm five. sure that that is that it was intentional because Kendrick is intentional like that. But it's, it's also funny to imagine some dude next to a girl in a hot club. I don't know if you saw the Kendrick video. But what's crazy is the symbolism in that, right? I'm because pi- I'm picturing a white man when you say this. Girl, I dated a girl who said that a white man was explaining Kendrick to her. Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, now, it's the girl I'm dating currently. Uh, <laughs> ah! Said, a white dude? She said that her, her white ex-boyfriend was sitting on a road trip explaining Pimp a Butterfly to her. And mm. she was like, interesting. Or maybe it was Good Kid Mad City. Either Yo. way, white men don't do not do that shit. <laughs> you know what? Real quick, my fucking professor. He, this has nothing to do with country, but it has something to do with white men explaining things to women. So he, he took a look at one of my papers, right? Mm-hmm. And he thought my paper was a little too timid, a little... Because I'm trying to write nine pages. I'm trying to be as careful as possible. And I'm, I'm just trying to get my shit done, bro. And, and this motherfucker said to me, picture you are you are in a bar and there's an interesting woman that just walks in and she asks you to explain John Rawls' theory of justice to, to her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, motherfucker. Why Sir, would I ever do that? why would I ever do that? And there is nothing that's going to get a woman drier than a man explaining philosophy to her. Yeah, that's actually pretty. That's, yeah. Like, unless you're in a conversation, she asks you, what are you studying? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Can you tell me more? Yeah. But if you just trying to immediately like, yo, so John Ross, there, justice. Hey, you, you ever heard of Descartes? Word. <laughs> you know, I call him Descartes, you know, like, and you know, in John Ross, there, justice is a veil of ignorance to like, you know, dismantle our biases. Wait, where'd you go? <laughs> so, like, Bro, like, she's left. I'm like, my man's. 
But what's funny, funny though is that he knows me. Mm. Like I don't even talk to him like that, but he knows he, he knows knew how to try to time. he knew how yeah. to like try to get me to like do what he wanted in the paper. I was like So Jude, in all of your in all of your outings, you've never spat philosophy to a shorty in the club? Okay. I may have been there too drunk. Be there could be some that they'll, they'll be with it. Uh, right into the show. Uh, if Jude has ever <laughs> spat <laughs> philosophy to you in the club. Well, I, I, I imagine that by our next recording, we'll be able to do a nice little review of uh, Kendrick's album. We'll have had about two weeks to play it on repeat so we can give our That's reactions. True. And I'll give you my review of Jack Hollow's album right now. It's garbage. Oh, yeah. It's what's? Not it's not good. I told you. I haven't even listened yet. Don't, I, don't, I, don't. I'm going like to listen to the singles. Album. Yes, it's just like Chance's album. Macklemore has Macklemore's released another. Oh, wow. Whoa. <laughs> Nigga said Macklemore. He's back for the throne. Whoa. Said I, I, like, I really thought... There can really, only be one white man. Yeah. I really thought Jack Harlow was going to do his thing, but he really just went into not just the Drake thing because I was watching something. And dude said that Drake had a sense of vulnerability. We saw Drake be the cornball. We saw Drake in his bag. Yeah. And now we see Drake as the Playboy. Yeah. Now we just see Jack Harlow as the Playboy. Yeah. And this, you know, frat boy shit. I was I was telling my friend that I think he's beginning to believe his own hype a bit much. Yeah, a little oh, bit. And yes. as you should though, as you should, but still have that, you know, remainder of humility. Be humble, motherfucker. He just wanna be a rapper. He wants to bag black. Yeah. That was the ultimate plan. He's trying to bag sweetie. It's not gonna Listen. Damson Idris has a hold of Franklin uh, Saint has a hold on her. Like a, like, a, like a rear naked choke on that ass. He looked at he, he looked at John Carlo like he this. had her playing bodies, 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 bodies. <laughs> he had her playing piano, bro. It's clipped. But Dams and Interest did clear it up. He was like, "Yo, we were just hanging out. And I had a, I have a piano in my place." Oh yeah, 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 I yeah. Sure, sure. I would say that too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I bought a piano that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he pulled the tracks out her weave on top of that piano. <laughs> Yo, oh, these boy, British literally. niggas is unstoppable. He was feeling himself. Her weave is still on them keys. <laughs> Yo, legend has it that whole piano is ebony. He now. just he just hangs it up in his room. He just he just put it right on top, sweetie's wig. <laughs> when you play that piano, the Yo. ghost of sweetie pops up in a dress from you Sheen. Know, you know how it's play- just an ass on his. <laughs> you know how Playboy niggas. You know how Playboy niggas be out here with like collecting like girls' panties or bras or whatever. You think there's niggas out That's there weird. collecting weaves? Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. For sure. I believe it. Like as soon as they like he, he rips one out, he's like, "Oh, mine." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mine? Cuz I said like like a Pokémon. Like got to catch them all. This episode mine, mine, will be mine, called mine, The mine, Weave mine, Collector. Mine, mine, mine. The Weave Collector. I, I, think, <laughs> I dig it. There's no segue I can make from the Kendrick thing I to the, to the UFC stuff. But UFC 274 just happened over the weekend. That was horrific. And that was a crazy night. Action packed. We had Michael Chandler versus Tony Ferguson. Uh, Justin Gaethje versus... Did you see that versus... knockout, Ahmad? No, I didn't. No. Yo. Charles Oliveira. He stuck his toenails in his nose, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, no, like, the, like the, the picture they caught of this nigga's face mm. when he got knocked out, it's... Yo, he looks like claymation. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. And how early was... Oh, round two. Round 17 two. seconds into round two. Oh, horrific. 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 Now, Rose Namajuna is not winning. Yeah, she no, lost. No, but the, apparently decision. that fight was boring, according to Xavier. Look at this fucking face. Woo! The ball of his foot is on his chin, He looks bro. like if you, if you, if you, like, super slowed down Mario jumping on top of a Goomba. <laughs> 
Exactly. Exactly. It would, like, <laughs> it would, it would like stretch out before it died. That's exactly. That's exactly the now, face. Tony Ferguson is a UFC legend, of course. He's been around for a long time. He's a he's a pretty consistent threat in he's that lost division. Like three, four straight fights, though. I, I kind of think it's now. a. I think it's a wrap for him. Yeah, I'm he's old. He's, he's injured. Uh, recovering he has an arm from different broken injuries. Broken the fuck off like two fights ago. Yeah, yeah. So you, it's difficult to come back from stuff like that, especially. And his, his Achilles age. got torn to pieces. Yeah, but what was interesting about the fight is afterwards when Michael Chandler called out Conor McGregor. Oh yeah, I and like that. Said that he would meet him at one seventy. I like that. Fight. That makes a lot of sense instead of Kamaru. Yeah. Kamaru's a big money fight for the UFC in total, but I think it would probably piss off the rest of the welterweight division. Yeah. It would piss them off, and no, you can't really do that, but the UFC, UFC could do whatever the fuck they want. I, yeah, they But could. I like the Chandler versus McGregor fight, too. If Conor wins, builds up you know the Usman fight. Yeah. And Michael Chandler wins, builds up his lightweight fight. Yeah. So I think it makes more sense also in terms of their... Ranking? Actual com- no, well, in terms of their actual like physical uh, equivalency, whereas like in terms of like Kamaru is welterweight, but not. I don't know if he's naturally a welterweight, right? Like he cuts he's down to big. that. Whereas Connor and Chandler would both be building up to that, so it's a different. No, sort no, no, of- they're natural. They're natural like that. So I, I think in okay. UFC, so they you, cut down. They're to naturally weight. fifteen to twenty pounds heavier, right. and then cut down. Okay, so then in that case, they would they would just be fighting at close to their sitting weight. Uh, which is the end of middleweight and the beginning of welterweight, um, but yeah, I think it, I think that'd be a cool fight. Chandler's a very exciting um, fighter. Yo, he's he, excellent. He knows he's how to fantastic. make a show. He likes war. Yeah, he'll, he'll stand there in the center and, and trade with McGregor, which is what people usually want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a fight that I think either of them winning wouldn't make people too upset. Yeah, and will McGregor do that? We don't know. And then. Um we had Rose Namajunas versus Carla Esparza, a, a rematch. They fought for the first uh, flyweight title mm-hmm. uh, in the Ultimate Fighter like five, six years ago, maybe more than that. And Rose lost that one. She was a favorite to win. Yeah. And now she lost again to Shorty. Yeah. But apparently that fight was real boring. Like she got held down and apparently they were not um, checking for defense. They yeah. were not counting yeah, defensive points, I guess. It sounds like it was kind of the, uh, the equivalent of what happened between Adesanya and Romero, where like everyone was expecting a, a bloodbath and they kind of just stood and looked yeah. at each other. I think it was like Namajunas apparently came in with some sort of strategy, but didn't really effectively implement it. And so yeah. Esparza was able to, just on activity, was mm-hmm. able to win, which is usually what judges look at, even at the amateur and, uh, you know, uh, unpaid levels. Yeah, because he, because these these judges don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. And then uh, what else happened? Oh, then of course, um, the unfortunate situation in terms of his title. Yes. Uh, Charles, Charles Oliveira, Oliveira and Justin Gaethje. Justin Gaethje. So Charles Oliveira missed weight by half a pound. Point mm-hmm. five. Yeah. For one fifty five, and he had to relinquish his title. So the only way that would have went down was. So if Justin won, he would have been the champion. If if Oliveira won, he would have. He's been now the in the contention yeah. for the vac- now vacant lightweight title, yeah. mm-hmm. and he yoked this white boy. Mm. He yoked him. Rear naked choke. Rear naked choke, and he hit him Damn. with the fucking Black Panther triangle. 
<laughs> Did he, he caught him in the Black Panther Triangle. He escaped, and then he just hit him with the Mata Leon uh-huh. and put that boy to sleep. He goes to sleep. This is the second time Justin Gage has been put to sleep. Yeah, Habib did it. Habib before, did it. Right? Yeah. I think we're naked too. Or triangle. Oliveira's a bad dude. What I like about him, though, is that he's resilient. He gets knocked down a lot in his fights. He gets knocked down a lot. He doesn't have, you know, a, like a great chin, but he, he can last. Mm-hmm. And he just psh, yokes up on that dude like a spider. You see that, Ahmad? Yokes up on that nigga like a spider and just, yes. just puts him out. Oof. You know? Oof. I think yeah. it was a, I think it was a triangle. It was one of those because I'm trying to find because Habib said Habib said, "Listen, I was gonna break his arm, but I knew his mother was there. And I knew he wouldn't tap, so I just put him to sleep." Yeah, that was it. Was a triangle. that nigga different? Yeah, that nigga different. <laughs> that nigga different. Mm. I don't want to disrespect. How do you say you like that? that? I don't want to disrespect you and break your arm. It's gonna put you to sleep. Yeah, I would. I would love to put somebody to sleep like that. Habib, he and he's done that a few times in his career where he's like, dude, if I break your arm in this position, you will never fight the same way again. So please tap. Please tap. He's telling them in the in the cage, please tap. Word. <laughs> he 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 was beating up this other dude, uh, Michael Johnson. He was like, you know I deserve it. Give up. You know I deserve the tap. <laughs> you know what I deserve it. I'm like, bro, how you talking, trying to talk this nigga into just losing? <laughs> Rationalizing them while you He's like, yo, be smart about this bitch. Because like, he knew. Yeah. He was already on it. He's like, I won this shit already. Just, just, just give up. Just give up. The Oliveira situation is weird, though, regarding the belt. Um, the half a pound, I've never heard that before. Like, I see fighters maybe weighing at 156. Sometimes yeah. they fight for the belt. I've never seen this before. Yeah, and it's like, if if the belt would have gone to Gaethje had he won, then why doesn't it just go back to Oliveira? I don't know these fucking rules. I don't know what the commission does. Yeah, why, why, why then does Gaethje not become the number one contender Again, well, yeah, I guess. Well, not again, because who is he's never going to get the, a title shot again. He's lost two of them. He's lost two, you know, uh, ways to the championship. He lost those, so he he's done. Yeah. He, I think he either has to go to go down or go up. He's not going to be mm. in lightweight anymore, and he yeah. can't really go up because his teammate is Camaro. Camaro will fuck his ass up. Yeah, mm. that'd be bad. I, I mean, yeah, it's like because who is the contender for Oliveira? Um, I'd say. There's there's McGregor, there's Chandler. He's ran through a lot of the division. And another thing I like about Oliveira is I've seen him for years. Mm-hmm. I think for ten years I've seen him win win like three or four fights, lose one. Win three or four fights, lose one. Mm-hmm. And he's now found that thing in his training, that mindset he needs to get the belt. And when I wasn't when I saw him one, I was like, Yo, my nigga won. Mm-hmm. You know, I like it when I see a guy for a long time just is persistent, grinding, yeah. grinding, working, not just some hot shit who's on a winning streak and then yeah. becomes champion and then loses two fights into it. Yeah. Nah, he's been you know, like the journeyman finally gets his the journeyman finally gets his chip. There's there is this idea that's being contested now, right? Like we always hear you're only as good as your last fight, but yeah. sometimes like, you know, now people are wondering, well, how true is that, right? Because a lot of fighters believe that hype themselves, meaning if they win a fight, then they will, then, like, that will dictate how they train for the next it one. It depends. And if they lose one, then that'll dictate it, you know? I think it depends. I think it depends on where you are in your career. Mm. Like, if you're young and you lose a couple fights, but you still have a lot of potential, good. Mm. But, like, if you're a little older, you've lost a few times, you've been knocked out before, you are just as good as your last fight. Mm. You know, because afterwards, you know, it could... It's it could diminishing get, it could be, returns yeah. 
on how, how much better you can get at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's well said. Well, I mean, Oliveira says he allegedly is trying to fight two people in one night. Yeah, um, what happened? He actually was trying to fight this... He's not trying to fight. Uh, there, there's one contender up there. Um, it's one of the uh, guys from... Buttfuck Nowhere Russia with Khabib. Oh, um, Islam Makhachev. Yeah, Makhachev. Yeah. I think he... I think all... I never seen that boy fight, but I know all them boys is bad motherfuckers. Yeah. Like Hamzat... <laughs> Yeah. And now this guy, all these guys are badasses, and oof. they all got the same hairstyle. They all got the same so. hair, <laughs> hairstyle, same facial hair, yeah. same eyes, same fucking ears. Yeah, just these gargantuan, brolic ass niggas. Yeah, yeah. But apparently, he wants. I think he said he wants to fight Diaz and McGregor in the same night. That's not gonna. Well, a fight in the same night is not happening. But in a year, yeah. Yeah. And that'll be big money. Oh, and no, who's fighting? No, I think I know who's fighting uh, Nate Diaz. They talk about Hamzat and Nate Diaz. And they also announced Israel Adesanya and Jerry Cannonier for July. Oh. That one, I think we all need to see. I haven't. I didn't see Adesanya's last fight because school, but school's yeah, over. Yeah, no, we got to check that out. We got to raid uh, Pat's place for that. Oh, we got to raid Pat's place for that. And then we got to go, I, I, I'm, I'm turning up, nigga. Oh, <laughs> shit, yo, I'm turning up. <laughs> It's, it's, it's demon time this summer. Well, you know, three of the five UFC champions are black. African. African specifically. That's Israel Adesanya, Kamaru Usman, and Francis Ngannou. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I guess you could say black fists matter. <laughs> Am I right? Let's talk about this Black Lives Matter but house. Uh, uh, so more, we talked about this a couple episodes ago, but... Um, this the, is getting wild. The founders of BLM are no. continuing to come under fire for... Um, uh, misappropriation of funds. Oh, Lord. And recently, this is uh, as of two days ago, according to the Washington Examiner, Patrice Cullors, um, one of the, the heads of BLM, uh, hosted personal events at the charity's $6 million mansion. Insane. Insane. So, Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Cullors hosted at least two personal parties at the LA mansion in early 2021, the embattled activist has said. The revelation comes just one month after Cullors denied ever living at the property which the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation purchased with donor cash in October 2020, or that she used it for personal gain. Both claims have since been contradicted by her own statements. So she got caught in a lie, and she decided to... Or maybe she didn't get caught, but maybe she just said, you know what? She folded in the lie. (laughs) (laughs) She folded. Um, Colors reveals she hosted a party for 15 people at the mansion in January 2021 to celebrate President Biden's inauguration. She said the party happened during the same time she lived at the compound for a four-day period as the FBI investigated threats against her life. Um, Two months later, in March, she hosted a private birthday party for her son. How old is her son? Uh, I don't know why I'm asking this question. It's not my opinion. But damn. They no go. I don't like that. It's supposed to be a loving household with business and not a party. Yeah. I mean, we already, we already, I guess, said most of what, you know, we feel about this type of stuff when we talked about it the first time. But now that she is um, admitting admitting to to it, you know, um, I wonder how it's going to turn out in terms of the legal side of things. I mean, she may or may not go to jail. Nobody going to donate money anymore. That's for sure. Yeah. Because they know where their money's going. So where should we give our money? Honestly. Well, there are lots of alternatives. There's freedom funds in different states that you can... Um, youth Action, Youth Build. <laughs> youth Action, Youth Build. A GED program. There you go. For construction certifications. 
high school diplomas. You do know that AmeriCorps you've, scholarships. Huh? You've given you've given this speech. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it again. Okay, just making sure you know. I'm gonna do it again. You <laughs> trying to remind motherfuckers? I'm trying to remind motherfuckers. <laughs> they give you everything. They give everything their students need. Maybe ask for donations. But the money goes to the students. The money goes to the teachers. Mm. The money doesn't go to the organization. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, youth action youth build for the win. Yeah, definitely. There's um, I'll I'll look up. I'll probably link a list in our description of alternative donation sites. Um, donate to Planned Parenthood. Yeah, do that. Donate to uh, um, um, uh, Jude's Jude's human trials of the birth control uh, pills. The um, supporting National Network of Abortion Funds. I mean, people are really asking like, what with, with with these donations that would go to the black the Black Lives Matter movement? People would say, what do you use it for? I would, I would hope right. for it. Like, ideally, I guess I would hope for maybe something like lawyers for wrongfully convicted uh, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Maybe uh, some child support in some areas. Some, I wonder if we actually... If they actually rehousing for people. Rehousing who... impact support for families affected by natural disasters mm-hmm. and black communities hmm. or affected by the police. Yeah. Uh, things like that. Or there's a student or something, some kind of scholarship for, you know, a, a successful student. Yeah. They probably looked at the rest of the money and was like, what are we going to do with this? You know we're going to get that house in Atlanta. You know that, right? Party! Come on now. Yeah. yeah. It's a darn shame. It's a, it's damn, a darn damn shame. shame. It is a damn shame. What would we do with $6 million, guys? Like, Holy shit. the three of us. Not each of us individually, but I mean, if someone donated $6 million to Harlem's very own. I think, um, I think we would probably invest... Individually, in. we'll pay off our student loans. I don't have student loans. Yeah, you don't. Hey, bitch. Um, <laughs> CUNY, baby, CUNY. CUNY, baby, CUNY. CUNY, baby, CUNY. <laughs> oh, fuck Listen, you. man, when you're an orphan, they send you money. It yeah. would be more than enough to pay off. Certainly more mine. More than enough. I think we would need a PR team. So pay a PR team for maybe about a year. Yeah. Um, better equipment. Get a camera crew. Camera crew. Shit, better. We build a studio with six million dollars. That's true. And then charge other people to use it. That's right. That as well. That as well. That and like right. a little loft or something. Yeah, something, man. Because I, I mean, you know, no district. We love you, Wes, for letting us use your place. But I'm sure he gets tired of having all this stuff exactly. crammed in his right corner. on his table. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we get a little little apartment or something yeah somewhere yeah. central or easy to reach at least you know i mean mm-hmm. I, I like recording our sh- our show in harlem so i would like having a studio that's in harlem but you know whatever Hell yeah i mean just yeah try to find some private studio that is mm-hmm. easily accessible and yeah like you said in harlem get and it some, can be used for all of us exclusive Cam- merch camera equipment exactly, exclusive merch yeah your condom idea <laughs> a condom vending machine that would be great <laughs> And a plan B one. Send, send, send a condom vending machine to Nick Cannon with yeah. HBO on it. It would be a, lambskin. It would be lambskin, lambskin. with the highest quality. I mean, the if highest it's six quality. million dollars, you can get some lambskin. Exactly. Yo, yo, it now. kills AIDS as it enters. <laughs> Ribbed <laughs> lambskin. Highly experimental technology. <laughs> and it's and it's also a detector. So mm-hmm. you know, if any ain't shit. Yo, did they weren't they trying to make it. those? Yeah. And yeah, like, they did. And it never just came out in the market. Nope. Why the fuck not? Wait, that, make what? But that'd be messy. If, if if a dude were to wear a condom, it would it would change the color and it will it will show you. Oh, if it, he has it, an STI. Tells, yeah, if the person has SC, yeah. Oh. Yo, that'd be messy though. But can because, you imagine? Imagine clipping shorty then change his color. Like, yo, bitch, why did it turn blue? Right, we go with, <laughs> they go with blaming on her probably, which is what most guys would do. They'd be like, no, nah, I'm not. Let me be you. <laughs> I'm like, but you didn't but no, put it, it in it'll yet. Only change. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, you got me excited. And your coochie radiated and it got it on my dick. It makes no sense. No, sure, I'm it, fully clothed and you're five feet away. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, well, you know, see, what had happened was I thought of you and then, like, it, the, the, the it shit changed, changed the color. You know what I mean? Like, you know what? Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> now, the condom. Your toes is crooked anyway. Your toes is crooked. <laughs> Little ashy ass toes rubbing together, make a smoke cloud. <laughs> Look like Yo, a chalkboard on your toes. Chalkboard. <laughs> Play tic-tac-toe on your toes. <laughs> Dude, that kind of idea would be great for the six mil. I'll be down with it. And we'll probably host, like, events. Yes, we Host would. live events. You know yes, what I'm saying? Would. Like, have people come in for Q&As and shit like that. Mm-hmm. We, we bring up... Like I said before, when we was at the table. Uh, we would, like, bring up topics. People would get people get their input on them. And um, it'd be like a whole event, you know? Like it would be event there, then probably some food after. Like a, you know, maybe like a reverse Q and A. Like we ask the audience questions. Right, right. If we ask them questions, yeah, it's like a sort of like a crowd working thing. Yeah, I'm down with that. That would be dope. That would be some dope shit. That that's like we could do a lot with six million dollars. Okay, a podcast that I think you guys should watch is called the Eighty Five South Show. Shout yes. out to Eighty Five South Show. They They are great. I love those three. Shout out to Nick Cannon, DC Young Fly, Chico Bean. And Mr. Carlos Miller. It's like us, literally. And these niggas are hilarious. They will they go around well, us the U.S. If we were all equally hood. Yes. And 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 equally without hairlines and children. Real quick, which oh. one? Which one of us? Which one of us of the eighty-five South Show are we? Like who? Who in the eighty-five South Show is our I don't know counterpart? To say Justin is Justin is Carlos. Carlos. <laughs> Justin no, is no, fucking no. Carlos. Wait, you mean um Chico? I no. Like Justin's Chico. No, Justin is Justin is Carlos. You think Justin's who you Carlos? think is Carlos? You think you Carlos? I don't think I'm Carlos. I think I'm you think DC. I'm Carlos? I think I'm probably DC. You are probably Carlos. He's wow. probably Chico. I'm sorry, Justin. You're the one who's bald and who decided to grow. Chico is hilarious. Chico is dumb funny. Chico is like Chico is the one that's that's on, on the left. Yeah, that's Chico being. <laughs> Chico Bean is so is that, is that fucking the, uh, funny. Uh, you know that TikTok sound going around right now? The nigga swung his body no, to the side. That's, that's no, 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 no. That's Freaky Zeke <laughs> from, from Dipset. Oh, okay. Nah, that's a real story. He really... I put the nigga in the full Nelson. <laughs> Did you see the video where he... Put his legs up on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Me trying to, to explain the six one eight in twenty forty, <laughs> nigga." And, like, <laughs> and I, I just turned the nigga around to all the hammers. <laughs> and when he took the and chain, the nigga, he threw it. And when he threw it, I reached out and grabbed the chain. Yo, shout out to Freaky Ziki. Bro, Yo. oh my god. Freaky Ziki is okay. a legend. That's a Harlem legend right there. I Dude. see. He's a horrible hype man. He's a horrible rapper, but that nigga funny. Oh. <laughs> no disrespect. That nigga Cameron's cousin. No disrespect to you, Mr. Ezekiel. Um, I thought you were a member of 85 South. Just because that clip looks like the 85 South setup, Mm-mm. but he's sitting on that count. Nah, it's the um, uh, it's the other nigga who does um, stupid videos. The one who's fat. Um, who? Nah, you know him. The one uh, he be in the car with his kid, and the and the kids just chilling there, and he gets hyped up to a rap song. It'll be like some Busta Rhymes song. I think I've seen He's this like, one oh. of their videos. 
Oh, his son would be in the uh, and passenger seat. Yes, 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 yes. I remember. I remember. I remember that. That guy's podcast. You know what else is blowing up on TikTok right now? And I knew I should have gotten out ahead of it when I had the chance, but the Rick Ross sound. I'm here. Ah! That's about to do the shorty on Friday. Shorty come to my crib. Ah! Right out the roller skating rink, all sweaty. Ah! I'm gonna eat it. They make them noises to get inside your head. To get ahead of the opponent. And if you, and if you fall for it, that's you. I'm going to eat it. Ross is so funny. Ross is a child. He is a Ross Y'all seen that child. video of him on the camel? Yeah, I was about to say that shit. He's looking, he looking dead in the camera just. Yeah, I just killed this animal, y'all. Yo, did you see him eat the piece of chicken? Just a. <laughs> It's the one where he's on the phone and he's like, he's, and the and the caption was like, "When well, you trying to laugh at everything because you know you're trying to hit." He's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> "I love Yo. Rick Ross. What's your favorite Rick Ross song?" Uh, it would be it would either be um, "The Devil Is Alive" or um, "Warm Words in a Cold World." I've been mm-hmm. listening to Pandemonium a lot recently, but he's got like that's uh, Meek Mill, Wale are mm-hmm. also on that. Uh, mm. uh, the joint he did um, there's a joint he has with Summer Walker that I can't remember the name of right mm. now but that kind of goes hard and Dice Pineapples that's a classic oh my god Justin's in his fucking bag this <laughs> nigga out of here my shit is BMF I think a big Mitch <laughs> Larry Hoover <laughs> whooping work hallelujah Oh man. Anyway, um, I guess this is yeah. This is gonna be a shorter recording because we had a we had a lengthy um, sit down at a restaurant before we, yeah, we, we thought it was gonna be a quick in and did. out, but it was uh it was nah, it was about an hour long excursion. Time. These cheese balls are destroyed. Wasn't this a full <laughs> jar when we came in here? It was like halfway full at least. I mean, Wes did like put he he, he filled up the bowl twice. That is ridiculous. We <laughs> he, haven't even been here a sixty minutes yet, he and y'all filled up his bowl twice. He had it on his own. And then, then he I was shared like, with us. Let me get some. Y'all devastated this thing, man. Nigga, we hungry. <laughs> Listen, we I... gonna eat it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and on I'm that eating, note, I'm eat something <laughs> after this shit too. After I'm done roller skating. All right, <laughs> to the guy Kevin Samuels. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Forgot about that. Oh, we forgot about that. Never watched any of his videos, but Same. I know he had. A, a, he was he was mad mean. He was a bit of a dick, but I think he had a good message, a little bit, mm. but the way he did it just got eyeballs on him and got things to look at him, yeah. and that was made him some money, and that's the, the thing we live in now is, you know, who has the most eyeballs on them, and that makes you a living, so. Yeah. He was, he was the most, for people that followed him, he was quote-unquote, he was the, he was real to the game, mm. um, he didn't like, the, a lot of people who were on his call didn't like the things that he was saying because he was being real with them and uh, a lot of people hated him because of how he was I guess shaming women and um, some men too. bashing them and some he some really, he, men he really went out and asked his man you got a big dick yes he did yes he did and he was dick. like and he was like maybe he was like uh, he's, uh, he's, I don't I know. know Ron Jeremy and, uh, and first of all Ron Jeremy is a horrific looking man he is horrific <laughs> 
He is horrific. He's a horrific looking Ron man. Jeremy looks like Danny DeVito in Batman Returns <laughs> all the time. All right. Like Danny DeVito is actually a good looking dude. All right. Ron Jeremy looks like the penguin. Okay. <laughs> Flippers and all. <laughs> 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 As soon as he's about to come, he might be like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> The firstborn sons of Gotham. Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, I just think I just think the whole like high value, low value thing is like a very mean spirited way to refer to yeah. human beings. And so Me too. that's I like do it that way either. I mean I, I, I but guess just like David Chappelle, if it's not your cup of tea, right. don't stay watch away, it. which is what I did. You know right what now? I mean? There I, it is. I followed my own. I was like, okay, I saw a clip and I was like, this is enough for me to not, yeah, you know what I mean? Not fuck with this thing, I felt uncomfortable. I'd be, fu- uh, I'd be dying sometimes because when him and Dr. Umo were about to go at each other. Were they that, on that opposite sides of the of the philo- philosophical spectrum or were they like. They were on the, they're, they're like kind of the same toxic masculine ass nigga, uh-huh. but the way Kevin Samuels did it, he don't mind white women. Dr. Umar hate white people, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, they are on the opposite sides, but the same, the man has to be the man, and da 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 Yeah, yeah, that, that, that type of stuff. But you people know? were talking about the irony of, of his death. Yeah, I think she, he, he just had a heart attack, or I, I don't know. But He came and went, the old, the old come and he go. He came and went, you know? That's <laughs> true. I won't mind going that way when I'm 90. <laughs> Well, he wasn't even 90, bro. He, wasn't even... he was like, what, 56 or something? Yeah, man. Yep. You got to watch that diet. You got to watch, watch some cheese bowls. Indeed. Indeed. Watch some cheese bowls. You know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, what other health advice do we have before we sign out today? Folks? Drink your motherfucking water. Eat your vitamins. I need you to stretch. Please eat some fruit. Do some mobility. Do some mobility. Please take a walk. Do some cat cows. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, do some push-ups, something like that. Some split squats. Do some, do some hanging. Hang on a pull-up bar. Hanging is great. If not, Opens go for the, the shoulders. shoulders. Lay your body on the floor. Yes. Sit on the floor. Lay. You make one of those I don't know if you, naps. Yeah, bro. You just put your legs on the bed and you... I just do that in my living room. Oh, my God. It is like the best feeling ever. You would think it's not comfortable, but it's it, just... It the fucking floor. is. When I, was, when I was in Mexico, I slept on a, a mattress pad looking thing. It was like a... A little, a little bullshit like sleeping thing, mm. and a, a tarp and a sleeping bag. Slept on the beach mm. with pebbles and everything. After a while, best sleep of my fucking life. Wow. I think sometimes what we need deeply emotionally and mentally is the security. And like, if you lay in a bed that's this too soft, got too deep with that. Yeah. No, no. But listen, if you lay in a bed that's too soft, it's like Ugh, I can't really sleep. So you need something right. solid just to like feel. Yeah, that's true though. You know, well, one with. The one would think one one joint of mine really. She's like, yo, I, I need to feel like I'm sleeping on rocks. I'm like, damn, shorty. Damn. So I mean, she's this like a hard mattress. Like you be know? like that. She's a hard dick instead. But, but let me oh, stop. Wait, <laughs> go ahead. I'm not, I'm not a hard dick. Oh god. <laughs> Back to what you were saying about putting your legs up on, on the bed. One of my one of my teachers, she did that um, with me before. She was like, Amar, just put your put your legs on on the couch. And just lay your body on the floor and stay there for 20 minutes. Bro, I knocked the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And I felt so much better. And also, for people, you know, if you're going through some shit right now, you want to self-reflect. You know what I'm saying? Like, so do some exercise and go on a run. Mm-hmm. Like, go on a bike ride. Wear your condoms. And also, wear your condoms. Go get tested every three months. That's true. Get checked out. Yep. You know, make sure you've got all your shots. You know, hepatitis. Which one is it? Then you, you ever, you brush get, your teeth. Brush your teeth. 
Scrape your tongue. Scrape. Scrape, Scrape tongue. your tongue. Yeah, because that's that's where a lot of that bad breath That is, is. essential. <clears throat> You, if know, I you still, don't have to hit the back of your throat. You don't got to deep throat the scraper. Mm-hmm. But like, you just got to gotta hit the surface. Exactly. exactly. Look at your toothbrush and say, I'm going to eat it. Ah! <laughs> That's the name of the episode. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you want more Uptown Love, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and the Podbean app. Rate and review the show wherever you get it. It certainly helps us out a lot. And we'll be back in June for the final episodes of season five. Right. We love you. Yes. And floss, bitch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> did someone did someone not floss?